They are the creators behind the clothing and accessories we covet on the runways and the looks we see on our favorite celebrities. They've built socially conscious brands and enjoy a deeply loyal following. And now, like the rest of us, their worlds have been turned upside down by the COVID-19 crisis. So we wondered, how are some of the most influential designers in the fashion industry staying creative in this time of crisis? Hello, and welcome to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast. I'm Lynn Nicole. Today, I get to chat with a very special lady and friend, celebrity fashion designer, Liz Russell, about how she is navigating the rapid changes in the industry and staying positive and engaged with her community. So stay tuned to hear how passion, optimism, and care for her customers shines through. From her famous clothing line to jewelry collection and exclusive rose handbags, it's hard to say for sure how many Liz Russell products you probably own without even knowing it. This week's special guest is up next. Welcome to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast, the place to be if you are a business owner, entrepreneur, or business leader wanting to take your business from good to great. Tune in as we speak with amazing thought leaders, CEOs, and business trailblazers about their journey, challenges, and successes. Here's your host and business innovation expert, Lynn Nicole. Liz, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Lynn, for having me. I certainly appreciate it. And I've been looking forward to this. Me and you both, Sunshine, me and you both. (laughs) (laughs) So, Liz, you have been running your own fashion label for a little over 15 years now. How important is it for a designer to have a fashion-related degree? Well, you know, it's, it's pretty relevant. There's a lot of people that actually don't. You know, they kind of fall into it. But I was actually going to school to get my degree and life took a different turn. Some people don't have it, the degree, and some people do. It's all good as long as you know your business. Can you try to describe yourself in three words only? I would start with I'm resilient, I'm supportive, and I'm creative. Resilience, we all have to have that resilience at the things that are going on today, you know, and being supportive of other people, just like you want them to support you, you have to support them and uh, creative beyond measure. Well stated. (laughs) We definitely need to lift each other up. Yes, we do. Was there a defining moment in your life that helped you crystallize what you wanted to do in life? You know what? It was. My life took a different turn. I I keep saying that, but I always knew that I wanted to be a designer. Actually, at one point, I thought I wanted to be a nurse, but my mom, she was like, a nurse? Hmm. You know, I was always good with my hands and just being, you know, super creative, but I I knew at a very early age that I wanted to be a fashion designer. I used to always dream about clothing and uh, make 
paper dolls and all types of things. So I knew at an early age. Well, I read somewhere, I can't remember where it was, that you had started sewing um, at the age of 12. I did. I started sewing and I went from neighbor to neighbor to see if they had straight pins. And they were like, straight pins? I said, yeah, because I want to cut out, uh, you know, this little A-line skirt that I created. And my mom, she said, well, you know, we have a, a sewing machine under that, you know, under the house. We haven't used it in years and it's not working. I said, well, can I just please... Can you please just get it out for me? So she pulled it out and I was, you know, messing around with it and I got it to work and hey, the rest is history. I knew then that I wanted to be a designer. I think that's flipping fabulous, Liz. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, I remember when I was younger, I was probably about 13 or 14. I thought I wanted to be an interior decorator because the one thing I love is decorating houses. But uh, that was just something that wasn't in the cards for me. Mm-hmm. I have the gift of gab. So therefore, <laughs> it's my mouth. <laughs> okay, that's okay. <laughs> so considering the fierce competition in today's business world, how would you highlight your company's competitive advantages and, and exactly what makes it stand out from the crowd? I would have to say my customer service, because, you know, we don't have a lot of that. that. I think that stopped a few years ago, people just being genuine to one another. And then the other thing is that I have nurtured my relationships all of my life, pretty much uh, my clients. I contact them. I, I stay in touch with them because it's at the end of the day, it's the relationships that really count and that really matter. You know, if you build those relationships, you can best believe that they will stay your customer for life. That's how you get loyal customers. I say that all the time. Mm -hmm. I say that all the time. It's not about how much you can make from them. It's about building those relationships. And they know that they can trust you and they continue to come. And not only do they continue to come, they share that information and get other people to come. Exactly. Because, you know, there's a lot of designers out there now. You know, they're just coming from everywhere. It does take time to build relationships, but I'm not intimidated by, you know, the competition because I know, you know, my relationships mean a lot. And you have history. Yes, I have a, yes. You come with your badges and stripes, honey. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's right. And it was not an overnight thing. That's right. Exactly. You worked hard to get to where you are. So do not be afraid to toot your horn. And if you don't want to toot it, honey, I will toot it for you. Toot, toot. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So with retail, Retail has taken a big hit from the lockdown. What's your survival plan? You know what, Lynn? First of all, I'm, you know, I'm a home-based business. And when you don't have overhead, that really does help a lot. But I do work with a couple of hotels here in San Diego where, you know, they carry my uh, pieces. So it's, you know, it's, it's been okay. And I do uh, SEO, I'm selling online. So that really is the big thing now, you know, everybody is selling online. So they kind of have no choice in the matter right about now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, following the rules and selling online and it's actually going very well. It's going very well. 
Well, I think, you know, and I, and I say this, and I'm sure my listeners are tired of me saying this, because I think within mm-hmm. the last two episodes, I've said this, and I'm going to say it again, okay? Mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> that in the year 2040 mm-hmm. um, or 2045, I, I truly believe everything will then be e-commerce, online, on demand. It's, it's almost as if Amazon is trying to take over the world. Yeah, because they have everything. Oh, yes. So I always encourage our listeners that, you know, hey, get your side hustle on if you need to get online and build your brand online and get out there so people know where you are, how to find you. Yeah, you know, and I would encourage people not to be afraid because, you know, the Internet can be intimidating. You know, a lot of people don't understand certain things, but Take a couple of classes, you know, Udemy, and there's all kinds of, you know, classes you can take online to show you how to adapt because we all are going to have to do it. Mm-hmm. As well as you can YouTube it and Google, you can Google just about anything. Just don't diagnose yourself on Google. That's the right, only exactly. thing. <laughs> That's what it's coming down to, I tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is for sure. Oh, it is. So mm-hmm. how... How will this pandemic affect fashion, do you think? You know what? I think it has affected it in a pretty big way because, you know, um, all it all has to do with different events and, you know, you need this certain outfit to go here, there, you know, and it's not there anymore. I'm not pumping out gowns and my um, one-of-a-kind pieces and custom things, but it's okay because I'm working on um, just a simple line, you know, mm-hmm. people are into simplicity now, but don't get it twisted. We women, we still want to look fabulous. Who are you telling? Yeah, we still want to look good. So I say, you know, you can still dress up, dress up for yourself. Look in that mirror and say, I'm still, I'm the bomb, you know, just do your thing. You know, you can still dress up, you, you know, going to the grocery store to get those couple of items. Make sure you wear your mask, you know, but (laughs) hey, it's not like it used to be, but I think we will, you know, get back to that eventually. But right now we just have to wear our comfortable, casual, cute, sexy pieces. We can do that. Jumpsuits to wear at home. Exactly. Let me say this. With everyone working from home right now, Mm -hmm. and a lot of them are Zooming and everything else. Uh, they want to look nice and look professional. They don't want to look like they just came up out of bed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just brushed my teeth. Right. And you're right. Women, we as women, we want to look good all the time. I always say that. I even have said this to my daughter. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. We can have this pandemic. COVID-19 can knock us out the park. But the one thing women will never, ever do is stop getting their hair done. Right. Getting their nails done. That's right. And looking good when it comes to their clothes. Who doesn't like fashion? Exactly. And I think we're putting more emphasis on fashion now because we have to do it in a different way. You know, Mm -hmm. doing it for yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. People say, who am I getting dressed up for? You're getting dressed up for yourself. Exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah, because it makes you feel good. Hello. Get your nails, do your own nails. Use the, you know. Exactly. impress nails and you know do your own manicures pedicures you know we have to learn these things too at the same time oh my god yes 
<laughs> from where do you draw inspiration for your designs? You know, for example, from nature, movies, your own imagination, where does that in, uh, inspiration come from? You know what, my inspiration is all around me and I listen to my clients. They talk to me a lot, you know, and telling me, you know, um, I think you should try this or try that, you know, and I, I really listen to them because when I start creating, you know, they're like, I didn't think you were listening. At the end of the day, it's about the client and their comfort and what they want to wear. That's how you build that relationship. Without a doubt. That, I think that's where the trust factor comes in. You mm -hmm. know, they're trusting you to understand their needs mm -hmm. and to be able to show who they are through your designs. Right, exactly. So I definitely listen to my clients and I'm my creative juices, they are always on. It's hard to turn it off. So I'm always creating and, you know, sketching and writing things down. I'm, I come up with ideas all the time. So you don't lack creative inspiration ever? N never. <laughs> My mind never shuts off. Oh, honey. I tell you, it's something else. It's, it's something else. <laughs> I think yeah. that's, a good, that's a good thing to have. But then sometimes it can get you too, because you do need to have some self-care and where you need to be able to shut everything down. You know what? That's so funny that you said that, Lynn, because a couple of days ago, I just said to myself, you know what? It's time for Liz Russell to have a little self-care. Oh, honey. That it's, is it's that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, you're no good. If you're no good for yourself, you can't be any good for your clients. That's right. That's right. You have to keep that glass full. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can pour into others. It could be from taking a walk and just airing your head out it can be massages every two weeks right exactly it can mm -hmm. be a host of different things reading a book just stepping away right exactly just focusing on you or having a girl sessions honey i, I love those <laughs> without a doubt um how would you define your personal style my personal style is i guess you would say i kind of designed for myself and the other you know, clients that I have, if I love it and it's comfortable, I love to design for, you know, larger sizes as well, because those are pretty, it's kind of compromised. Larger sizes, they can't hardly find things, you know, that look cute and sexy. And it's also crazy what they define as larger size. I would be considered larger size, you know, but I do pieces that are comfortable, that are wearable, washable, packable. You know, you can pull them out five, 10 years from now and still be current. That's my style. Oh, I like that. See, I'm a <laughs> like, flowy kind of girl. I want it to be comfortable, mm -hmm. not feeling restricted. Right, exactly. exactly. I find myself not wanting really tight stuff. You know, it's like, oh my God, I just, I, I need to be free. But things need to be sexy at the same time with the little peekaboo looks, you know, have a little bit of the back out, the shoulders, you know, just something to show a little bit of skin. We all still want to be sexy. You know, I just think comfort is everything. I agree. I want to uh, rewind back to large sizes real quick. Okay. For me, I'm not even going to lie, I wear a size 12. Mm -hmm. To the 
fashion world, depending where you go, 12 is considered large or almost extra large. But I can go to a nice designer store, high fashion, and I can get into a four. I am so confused on how they develop these sizes because I'm like, oh, I need to go there because this is good for my ego. Size four (laughs) versus size 12. I mean, where have I been all my life? No, where have you been all my life? Size four. Exactly. (laughs) I think it's just a mental thing. And you know what, Lynn? It all also depends on the type of fabrics you use. I have always used fabrics that have like a, you know, stretch to it. I I use a lot of knits because they, you know, they're comfortable. I like, you know, clothes that are not restricting, you know, they have to flow. It just all depends on the designer as to what size, you know, a lot of times they do one size fits all. And um, a lot of my pieces, they fit from a size four to like a 16. I know that's hard to believe, but, you know, if you see one of my, uh, fashion shows, uh, several different models can fit the same outfit at all. And it will look different on each model. They always tell me you have to try my pieces on to actually believe it. Well, if you ever need someone to try anything <laughs> on for you, I am your girl. Because okay. I was all on your website, honey. Like, oh, that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. That's cute. Okay. Ooh. Okay. And they, they will surprise you. When you try it on, it's, it's like a whole new world. I'll be your guinea pig, Liz. Okay, I'm going to hold you to it. (laughs) I'm going to hold you to it. Wait a minute. Okay. For our fashionistas out there, being in your position, you must see trends, of course, before they even reach manufacturers. What do you see being the next big thing for the industry? I would honestly have to say comfortable, sexy, cute clothing. Just anything, even, you know, like sportswear, but just taking it up a notch. You know, anything that's comfortable, you're going to see a lot of that, like loose fitting pieces, but with a sexy edge to it. Fashion is just like a cycle. It keeps going around, you know, it'll come back. Whatever your favorite thing was, trust me, hang on to it. It'll be back if it's a classic. To answer that question, I would have to say uh, comfortable upscale pieces you know, with a little bit of bling, you'll see a lot more just simplicity, just, you know, with a little bit of bling and, you know, maybe showing a little bit of skin because that's where we're, you know, we're pretty much headed there. Comfort, but sexy. Mm -hmm. Without a doubt, honey, comfort plus (laughs) sexy. Yes. Sexy comfort. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Tell us a little bit about your favorite project to date? This could be about a project that went wrong throughout, but turned out perfect, a particular fun, trusting client, a personal project. Okay. I did a project and it took, it took me a while to pull it all together. I tried to get a stylist, makeup artist, photographer, you know, all the team players. I was having a hard time finding a stylist. And at the last minute, this person dropped out. And then I was thinking to myself, you know, there must be something in this that I'm supposed to learn, or maybe I'm supposed to be the one styling the clients. I did a makeover session for 25 women with a rare disease over a two-day period. And we had to turn some of the women away because we had so many. 
it changed my life. Literally, it changed my life. Every woman got styled by me because I turned out to be the designer and the stylist. <laughs> we had uh, makeup artists. We had photographers. We had hairstylists. And we even had some one of my models who was an ambassador to show some of the girls how to pose. So, and then we gave them all photos of, you know, this amazing uh, photo shoot. Some of them came to the room with walkers, wheelchairs, canes, their husbands. It was a convention. Some of the women got dropped off. One guy said, I don't know what you're going to do for my wife, but she's already beautiful. I said, I know that. I know. I said, come back in two hours. He came back in a couple of hours, literally, and he was in tears. He said, oh, I didn't think you could make her look even more beautiful. It was just a life-changing event and moment for me. It was just, I believe it was last November. So I did makeovers for 25 very deserving women. And like I said, it changed my life forever. It was fabulous. I got so much really good feedback from it. And um, they all said it changed their lives. I know it changed mine. Absolutely inspirational. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, my name is Kenan. Check out my new book, Impress of Coils, a story about me. It's a book for the girls with tight curls. Come with me on a journey into knowledge, self-discovery, history, self-awareness, and confidence. Available right now on Amazon, Walmart, and Barnes & Noble. Get your copy today, and I'm sure you will not be disappointed. Have you heard about the new Black Business Directory? Welcome to Click Urban. Here, you can find hundreds of businesses owned by us. Whatever business professional you're looking for, they're right here. And the best part is, membership is absolutely free. Just go to www.theclickurban.com, sign up for a free account, create your free listing, and boom, you're done. Begin surfing the largest black business directory online and be seen by hundreds of customers and clients all in one place. Get exposure on all of the major search engines, including Google. Our innovative platform includes search engine optimization that will make your listing easy to find. This is the hottest new business directory created for us by us. Join today. Go to www.theclickurban.com. And now, back to Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast with Lynn Nicole. You have created an absolutely beautiful fashion line for fashion-conscious women from around the world, celebrities included. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there's a, you know, don't ask, don't tell kind of thing <laughs> or what have you, but can you tell us a little bit about how you work with them and Maybe drop a few names of who you design clothing for. Okay. You know, I've been designing for a few celebrities for quite a while. I've done some things. I do handbags also. And I do build relationships with my clients. And I actually, I 
was honored to dress Jack A just recently for, I believe it was for the Oscars. It was the Oscars or the daytime Emmys? And um, she looked fabulous. Yeah, she looked fabulous. She's one of my really good clients and um, very wonderful personality. Just a joy to work with. And um, yeah, so like I said, it's all about building those relationships. You know, every person is different, whether they be celebrity or just, you know, nine to five. With celebrities, you know, you really have to get that custom look in there. Oh, yeah, honey, because you can't be walking in somewhere and someone got the same thing on there. It'd be looking like Housewives of Atlanta. Exactly. Exactly. And my, my handbags have been on the red carpet with different celebrities. Um, I even had a chance to do a little project with, I did some tank tops with Joan Rivers when she was alive. Um, she saw them somewhere and she ordered some. They're called the Royal Tank Tops and they have like a little bling. I, I created this uh, tank top with the um, rhinestones on them. Yeah, you'd have to go to the website and check it out. I will. I hope you guys will go to the website to check it out too. Don't, don't sleep. <laughs> don't sleep on it. Yeah, exactly. So Liz, what was the toughest moment you have experienced in your business practice? And how did you succeed to get over it and move forward? You know what? I'm going to have to be really honest with you today. I would have to say one of my toughest moments was when I took ill. You know, we can like, uh, what's his name? Miles Monroe said, you can think you have everything all neatly in one corner and then boom, everything breaks loose. You don't know what's going to happen. So I was actually a student. I was going to Brooks College and I got sick. And um, I had to stop going to school and I had to get diagnosed, which I was misdiagnosed about six or seven times. I finally got diagnosed with this rare disease called Guillain-Barre syndrome. So um, to make a long story short, I was hospitalized for about, I would say almost four months. And I had to actually learn how to walk and talk all over again. I had physical therapy. I had you know, therapy a couple years uh, after I got out. <clears throat> and um, so I say that to say that you just never know what's going to happen in life. You know, I thought I had everything all neatly in one little space and then that broke out, you know, and I do at that time, my son was four years old. So Emily had to, you know, step in and, and help out. And I was getting ready to do a pretty big project at Brooks College. And I just pretty much dropped off the face of the earth, you know. And that changed my life forever, you know. Um, I look at things differently now. I still have uh, paralysis on the right side of my face. But no one knows that, though. Only me. I'm the only one that knows that. I'm a strong individual. And I have a praying family, a praying mother. And um, I came through it. And, you know, I started this event called Cocktails and Couture at the Westgate Hotel. This year would have been 2020. I would have been celebrating 10 years of doing this show. It, uh, May is GBS Guillain-Barre Syndrome Awareness Month. And I do a fashion show every year, every May, to bring awareness to the disease. Because it's something that, you know, 
it, it'll sneak up on you. And if you're not diagnosed properly, you could slip into a coma. I just happen to be very, very blessed. And I thank God every day that, you know, the way it turned out for me. And uh, I am now a liaison for the uh, GBS CIDP chapter here in San Diego. You have definitely came out stronger. Absolutely. I'm very grateful. It could have turned out so differently. Whew. Giving me goosebumps, lady. <laughs> Giving me goosebumps. Where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? In the next 10 years, um, I'd love to partner uh, with a couple of other designers and maybe some different sponsors and definitely getting my um, website, you know, really tight and selling online because that's where things are going, you know, and I'm, I'm open to teaming up with different people. Um, the game is definitely changing and you have to be uh, flexible. And if you would ask another designer 10 years ago what they would be doing now, they would have never seen this coming. I don't think anybody <laughs> even saw this coming a year ago. Well, Obama did. But... Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I just say that to say, you know, you do have to be flexible. You can have your plans, but be willing to, you know, change and just adapt with what's going on. But isn't that, if anything, though, Liz, you have to be able to adapt because anything can happen. Exactly. Anything. Yeah, that's right. And if you and I think that's one of the biggest things of being an entrepreneur. I mean, mm -hmm. you'll have your ups and downs and challenges. And if you cannot adapt to change or think outside the box or how do I go around this to make this work for me, you will not succeed. That's right. That's why entrepreneurs are so very special. You know, God wouldn't give you an idea or give you something, put something in your heart if he didn't think you could do it. You know, so that's how you know you're definitely on the right track. But it does take a special person to be an entrepreneur, to see it from beginning, middle, and, you know, mm -hmm. to see it through. Tell us about your newest collection. You know what? This newest collection that I've created, and it just I just keep adding to it, it is called the Love Collection. And people ask me, what, how'd you come up with that? What is, you know, the Love Collection? Wouldn't you say we need a little more love? I mean, love has always been there, okay? But I wanted to make a statement with love. You know, I wanted to create some pieces with love, uh, tank tops, sweatshirts, um, chokers, bracelet cuffs, and just spread the word, you know, love, the love collection by Liz Russell. It just, I just wanted to do that. And I just keep adding to it. It keeps growing, you know, so there you have it, the love collection. I just thought we could use a little more love. The world surely needs it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. We do, Lynn. Oh, my goodness. Liz, do you believe there is a winning formula for becoming a successful entrepreneur? I do. I do. Learn as much about your craft as you possibly can. Be the best at it, learn the business side, and you can't go wrong. And seek out your, you know, your competition, of course. Well, what is your opinion on the following topic? 
are entrepreneurs originally born as such or they are raised to be successful? I think you're born as such. I really do. I, I know I was born to be a designer because I just, I feel it, you know, I, I know. But then, you know, somebody may argue and say, oh, no, I think, you know, because there's a lot of people who are doing things and are not happy with what they're doing. So that's someone who was raised to be a certain way. And you definitely asked me for straight pins at 12. <laughs> what you know about straight pins? <laughs> I know, huh? Yeah, I was knocking on different neighbors. I remember the neighbors and they were like, oh, my goodness, one one of my neighbors, she said, I think I have like five in this little uh, red pin cushion. And I just took everything. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do you even still have any of those pieces that you did do when you were 12? Um, No, I don't. But I know that when I was going to school, I really didn't want to do the little pillows. And you know how they had you doing different stuff. I wanted to... Um, I was a little past pillows, so <laughs> wanted to be different things. <laughs> they was not on your level. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're listening to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast. We'll be right back after this break. Experience a world of love, luxury, originality, and elegance in a bottle. Luxurious Love Fragrance Line. A fragrance for men and women with an affordable price. A lasting scent that can be worn year-round with glorious handcrafted refillable bottles that can be kept or given as a gift keepsake. Capture hearts. Become irresistible with Luxurious Love Fragrance Line. Get yours at www.luxuriouslove.company. That's www.luxuriouslove.company. Buy one, get one free today only. Are you a coach, speaker, industry expert, or marketplace influencer who's ready to take your business to the next level? That means more time, more money, more clients, and lots more options not just in your business, but in your life as a whole. I'm Wendy Y. Bailey, known as your Income Acceleration Mentor, and I want to extend my personal invitation to you to join me and my amazing guests as we tap into sales and marketing insights to help you grow your business and ultimately your bottom line. Tune in to Profitable Coaching Conversations at www.profitablecoachingconversations.com. And now... Back to Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast with Lynn Nicole. How do you identify business opportunities and what matrix do you use to measure their viability? You know, I guess that's intuition, you know, knowing that something is for you, because I've done a lot of things. I'm not going to say a lot of things that I regret, but. You know, um, it's your intuition. You have to have that to know that something is for you. If you know yourself and you know your business, you know your fit, you know, and uh, the matrix of it is people normally contact you um, if you're in the same business, which I think is really good, you know, collaboration. I think it's awesome. 
What are the main principles you follow to build a successful customer relation? Ooh, staying in touch and building, again, as I said before, building relationships. That is so very important. That, that covers it all right there. Building relationships and getting back to people, you know, getting back to your clients, let them know. I always send notes or a little text or a message and um, to let them know I'm thinking about them. Uh, you know, we could all do better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And stay in touch a little more. But you do have to um, keep that relationship going with your clients. Because like right now, I'm thinking about, you know, trying to do something um, online virtual because I would like to connect. Right now, I would normally be doing a trunk show in uh, Maryland, in D.C. A friend of mine, she normally does it for me. And I'm not able to do that right now. How do you balance your work and your home life? Because we already figured out you need some self-care. Right. <laughs> yes, I would say, you know, staying on top of things, I would think we all need a little self-care. Sometimes we just put ourselves on the back burner, you know, but balancing, especially when you're home-based, um, you really do have to situate your house pretty much that, you know, okay, this space is for, you know, my design area. And this is for, you know, um, just my creative space. And sometimes it can be a little challenging because you have people that want to watch television. I'm not a television watcher. I mean, every now and then, but, you know, um, you do have to stay on track. And it makes it a little bit harder when you're at home, you know, and you're, you're in your workspace. It's just a balance. You, you have to definitely have a balance. For myself, I have a tendency, since I know that I can work from home, I don't know how to move my behind away from my desk. Right. And I'm continuously working. Right. And you look up and it's nine o'clock at night. Exactly. And you haven't left. Exactly. And that's not good, nor is it healthy. You definitely um, have to find balance. And I have started doing so much better. I do make sure that I am... Uh, at lunch or what have you, I will go take a walk for an hour mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just to step away. Right. Because right. if you don't, oh my God. Right. What you don't want it is want is for your business life to become your home life. Right, exactly. And for a lot of people, it does because um, you know, there's no one to say, you know, no clocking in and you know, you don't leave to come back and you know, that's why it's harder. That's why we entrepreneurs are so special. It takes a special person to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, we can't turn it off. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I know there was plenty of times my husband, when's the last time you ate? Mm -hmm. Like, oh my God, Um, you know what? Okay, you really do have to be very mindful. And um, they have so many different things now that you can um, structure your day and, you know, get yourself on a schedule. I would say that get yourself on a schedule. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm here to tell you, entrepreneurship is the best diet that you can ever have. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs>
Look at you lose the weight out there, ladies. Become an entrepreneur. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have time to eat. Work, 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 work. work. (laughs) You don't know when to cut it off, huh? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, boy. What are your shortcuts to successfully handle frustration and stress? You know what, Lynn? There are no shortcuts. You just have to take some time for yourself and know that you are stressed at the moment and just, you know, kind of deal with it at that time because there's really no shortcuts to anything. So you have to be mindful of, you know, that self-care again. And you, you have to stop and just, you know, smell the coffee, take a walk, do these things. And I find myself having to step away from what I'm doing and then come back to it. Do you have an inspirational mantra or routine that guides you in work or life? You know what? I just try to do my best on a daily basis. Um, there's nothing special. I just try to be the best that I can be you know, the best person that I can be and just try to work from that. I treat people the way I want to be treated. And I don't mind, I don't mind helping the next person out. I just, you know, that's just my thing. I love connecting with people and, you know, I expect for people to do the same with me. Yeah. I don't mind sharing uh, information. I think it's crazy for people not to share information. That's what, you know, I have to um, mention Lucinda. She is amazing because she is, she is truly one of a kind and she is definitely gifted. I've never seen anyone like her. Oh my God. I love her. I told her, I just wanted to pack her up and take her home, honey. I know. And she's so, she so means it from her heart when she tells you different things and, you know, she has so much information and just willing to share. And there are so many people walking around with, you know, information that they know that can help the next person and they just won't, you know, they won't do it. And I think a lot of that stems from people thinking, uh, well, they're not going to get ahead of me. Right. And and it's about that. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're not going to reach the finish line before me. Right. We are not crabs in the bucket. Right. We uplift each other. We should help each other. If you have something to offer, then by me, share it. Yes. You yes, know, because then absolutely. it's like paying it forward because then that person mm-hmm. learns something and then they will carry the torch and share it, what they've learned. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, because what are you going to do with it when you're dead and gone? Nothing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I just, I mean, hey, I'd rather bless somebody with the information and see them blossom. Mm-hmm. Isn't that beautiful? It's a beautiful thing, honey. Beautiful I love thing. it. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so earlier, I was talking about how people, um, you know, are on Zoom now, and they just got to dress up and not just step out of bed, brush their teeth, and get on and start talking and having move, uh, meetings. Uh-huh. What is your approach to Zoom dressing? You know what? Lynn, I've had to really learn because <laughs> that that it, that's something totally different. It really is. You have to look good from pretty much the waist up. Yeah, you do. And, you know, because I do have um, a Zoom, I have a show. So 
I have to figure out what I'm going to wear every Thursday. And I try to do it, you know, the night before. And you just have to be really creative. Um, and I actually Google what colors work and what colors don't. Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain things that work and certain things that don't. I would advise wearing simple things. Keep it simple. You can wear something kind of sparkly, some earrings, because um, they're really going to be looking at your face, your, you know, just your upper. You can do a necklace. And I must say, I love my daughter to death. I, um, she's my stylist. Before, I always send her a picture and she said, oh yeah, that's cool, mom. So what I have to do is make sure that I send it to her the night before for her to okay it. Because <laughs> if I do it the day of and she said, oh, mom, what were you thinking? <laughs> I'd probably go crazy trying to figure out what I'm going to wear. So, you know, I do have a little help with that. My daughter, Alon, she really helps me out a lot. So, but see, the thing is, you just, you can't overthink it. You have to be very simple with it. Do some nice earrings, you know, make sure your hair is, you know, cool and simple outfit. Um, Just, you know, keep it simple. Not anything, you know, big and bold, um, you know, prints. Just keeping it simple and elegant. So I guess I shouldn't have wore this uh, jersey shirt that I have on No, that's cute. That's cute because you have your hair pulled up. You look simple and elegant. Well, thank you. <laughs> Much obliged. <laughs> so tell me about this show. Um, what's the name of the show? When is it? Okay. My uh, show is called The Eric and Liz Show. And we just try to be, you know, two people from different worlds. You know, he's he's uh, French. and. Um, you know, he asked me to do this show with him um, around September. We actually have an, an office space that someone gave us and um, COVID took over. So we had to do everything differently. Uh, it's a very positive show. We film on Thursdays at four o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. And it is a YouTube. We have a YouTube channel and it is called the Eric and Liz show. And we try to um keep politics and, you know, religion out of it, but sometimes I can't help it. We use international people. Um, I talk about fashion a lot of times and, um, you know, we do a lot of food, wine, and we have a lot of different, you know, fabulous guests coming on and they always connect with one another. We do two or three guests and um, give them 10 or 15 minutes each. And it's really cool. If a young designer came to you, Liz, and said they wanted to follow in your footsteps, what would be your advice to them? Ooh, that's a good one. My first advice would be to them, learn all you can about the business aspect of designing. Because there are so many sides to designing, not just being creative and pumping out all these designs and having a book full of, you know, sketches and You know, there's way more to it than that. In order to be successful, you have to sell. So in order to sell, you have to know the business side. You have to know how to market your pieces. Um, There's a lot of designers out there that don't have um, a whole lot of creativity, but they are making so much money because they know the business side. They realize the importance of that. So I stress the business side, 
and you know uh, learning how to market what you're doing and get it out there to the people because no one knows what you have you know i don't say inside your home or your business until you market it and get it out there you know so that's very important to learn the business side as well as being creative liz where can people see and purchase your clothes well i actually have a website and it's uh, lizrussell.com. You're going to love this. Two Z's, two S's, and two L's. Lizrussell.com. Just really simple. So I have a, a beautiful website where you can go in and, you know, pick and choose. And you can contact me and we can do FaceTime if you'd like. And um, we could work like that as well. Are you participating in any special events in the upcoming year? I am. This year was supposed to be my 10th anniversary of GBS awareness at the Westgate Hotel here in San Diego. So we're going to actually do it, but we're going to do it international. We're going to do it on Zoom coming up in the next couple of months. So if you go to my website and look under events, probably in about a month or less, you will see because we're going to actually do an online fashion show. And we're going to do an award show because I, I actually I came up with an award called the Robert and Estelle Benson Award. It's the founders of the GBS Foundation, and I award a patient every year, and it just helps motivate them, you know, letting them know that they're on the right track of healing. So I've been doing that for like eight years. So we're going to award a patient. He is actually an Emmy-winning hairstylist that had GBS. And um, he's going to be getting an award. So um, I will keep you posted, but it will be on my website. We are going to do it on Zoom, a fashion show and an award show. Definitely keep me posted because I definitely would love to uh, be a part of that. Absolutely. You're listening to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business podcast. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, business owners, entrepreneurs, professionals, are you using the right tools for your business? Is your business well enough to go the distance? Hey, I'm Coach Harvey, and I'm a wellness coach, small business strategist. I show you how to use wellness as a business tool to get more clients for your business, no matter your industry. I use big company strategies on a small business budget. Hey, go over and join my email list. Go to coachharvey.now.site. Get the free ebook. 20 things to do immediately to keep you and your business healthy during these challenging times. Also, don't forget to check out my podcast every Tuesday at 4 p.m., The Healthy Side of Business. Don't miss it. See you Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Stay safe and be well. Statistics show that the most important asset as a successful business owner will be the relationships you build along the way. The Elite Conversations business community of seasoned and successful business owners and professionals will provide you a network of people with knowledge, resources, and the connections that can help take your business to the next level. 
Don't fall into the trap of frustration that results from being isolated and trying to figure things out on your own. Sign up for membership today and get connected with an awesome group of business owners, entrepreneurs, professionals, and influencers. To learn more about the great benefits of being a part of the Elite Conversations business community, call 301-257-5792. Counselor, advisor, committed to your business. That's how business attorney Shabon J. Smith describes herself. But more than that, Attorney Smith and her expert legal team want you to achieve the business of your dreams. And to help turn your dreams into reality, Attorney Smith has written an eye-opening book entitled The Small Business Owner's Guide to Hiring an Attorney. Download your free copy today. That's right. Go online now and download your free copy of The Small Business Owner's Guide to Hiring an Attorney. Just go to the sjslawfirm.com that's the sjslawfirm.com and now back to just minding my black owned business podcast with Lynn Nicole What do you think our listeners would like to know about the services you provide? Okay, first of all, um, I know they would love to know, uh, does she have my size? Um, I'm into various sizes and comfortable, beautiful, classic uh, clothing. So I definitely have something for everybody. My slogan used to be, well, it still is, every woman has her own style. And so I have actually adapted to what's going on now. I have started uh, creating some beautiful masks. So I do the regular um, mask and I meet all the requirements. You know, our face mask and um, I do turtleneck ones. We can't appreciate the turtleneck ones right now, but when fall comes, uh, we will appreciate that because <laughs> it's kind of warm right now. Yes, yes, absolutely. So I've uh, implemented masks. Listening to one of my clients, she said, Liz, do you think um, you may want to think about doing masks? I'm thinking, ooh, I don't know about that. Oh, my God. It's a, like a bestseller right now on my um, website. Why wouldn't it be, honey? It's a fashion <laughs> designer who has made custom face masks. We all about bling. Mm -hmm. We all about the... You know, we like to drop names. Oh, wait, I have a face mask from Liz Russell collection. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. What What are your price ranges, if you don't mind me asking, for the mask? Oh, no. My price range is from 15 to 45 And they're all reversible. All the masks are reversible. If you get tired of one side, you can wear the other side. They are washable, reversible, and comfortable. They're beautiful. I understand that you have an offer for our listeners, Liz. Yes, I do. I'm going to be giving away two masks, two of my custom masks, to the first two people who contact me via my website. So the first two, stating, just minding my Black-owned business. I love that. Thank you. It's so catchy. Oh, love it. 
and so sassy. Yes. <laughs> All right. What would be the best way for our listeners to connect with you? On Instagram, it's Liz, and that's two Z's, lowercase Russell, lowercase collection, Liz Russell collection. Facebook at Liz Russell or the Liz Russell collection. Anywhere you put two Z's, two S's, two L's, I'm going to pop up. Okay. (laughs) Understood. Awesome. This has been absolutely fabulous, Liz. Thank you. I've enjoyed this. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And, you know, we will talk offline. Absolutely. About me, you know, modeling your clothes for you. Oh, (laughs) all right. So you want to be in the uh, fashion show that I'm going to be doing? Hey, I will be your brand ambassador if you like. (laughs) You're going to be representing Denver. Okay. Hey. All right. I love it. Well, that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Just Minding My Black-Owned Business Podcast. Catch new episodes every week, Tuesday mornings at 7.30 a.m. Mountain Standard Time and Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Cali.fm. You can also reach us on our website at www.jmmbobpodcast.com. As always, guys, please share, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you do use. We really appreciate your feedback and support. Thanks for listening. And remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. See you next episode. You've been listening to the Just Minding My Black-Owned Business with Lynn Nicole podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you would like more information on any of our stories or would like to know how to get involved and share your story, head over to our website at theclickurban.com to contact us. Have a great week, and we'll see you next episode.